Hello, and welcome to episode 88 of Golden Shower of Hits. On today's podcast, Jamie and Mike will discuss anal fabbit apology ornithology, or something like that. The career retrospective of Chicago emo rockers Cap and Jazz, released in 1998. Growing up in the Midwestern indie rock scene myself, I'm very nostalgic for this kind of music. I'm more of a promise ring guy myself, but Cap and Jazz was pretty goddamn good. seems a little peppier today <laughs> yeah it does how you doing the, i'm fine nice um i just had i had a weird moment where your text came in but i had sent you a message through skype and then i was trying to go back and forth uh, and normally i can just engage the record yeah and the skype panel that's whatever the viewer stays prominent and i can still operate logic right but it just dis- disappeared yeah, I saw... Um, We're off to a great start of great radio. <laughs> Discussing the details. <clears throat> Let me turn on my do not disturb. There we go. Oh, how do you do that? Does that make it so that people can't phone you? Uh, it makes it so like you don't get text message dings and all that shit. I've had phone calls, even though my phone is on airplane mode. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And phone had- calls come through on my computer. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think if you have a new a new enough OS on your computer and a new enough OS on your phone, if you set do not disturb on either of the two devices, it sets it on all on both of them. Oh, which is kind of nice. So, you know, I got excited about buying one of those Mac Minis, the new ones. Oh yeah, the Studio or whatever. Yeah, because I thought that I could use my iMac as a screen. No, can't. No, of course not. What a bunch of dicks. Like, seriously? It's a fucking screen. It's not, though. Hey, fuck you, it isn't. It's not. <laughs> it's it a is. computer. It's an all-in-one computer. Uh, you should just be able to bypass. <laughs> I mean, just, technically, you could if you had some soldering skills and uh, stuff like that. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't anyway, think you want to do that, though. That was a drag. Why don't you buy one of those things and just buy, like, a $200 Dell monitor? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. I, I have two, like, $200 Dell monitors, and it's great. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. Maybe so. Yeah. Going to be a busy um, episode today. I got a lot of follow-up and feedback. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Talk to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, last week, I talked about the violin that I got from my grandmother, and I said that it sold for, like, $2. Turns out, yeah, uh, 
they sold them in the early part of the night, the 20th century. Are we in the 21st century? I can't ever remember. We're in the 21st. Yeah. Okay. So early, early part of the 20, 20th century. Uh, and in 1938, they sold for as little as $2.95 and as high as $29.95, which would have been $61 today or $611 today. So, wow. yeah, judging by the one I got, it's the $2.95 one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week on the show, I used the term transvestite. Uh, I grew up watching Rocky Horror Picture Show and right. like literally that's what i would Did do you every get chastised weekend. for that no i didn't but you know i heard it on playback and in that movie they have a song called sweet transvestite and so yeah. that's why that's kind of burned in my brain i know this isn't i know that that last week wasn't the first time i've used that term on the show and i know that term is insulting to the trans community and i just want to apologize for doing that and i'm doing my best to break that habit uh to not use that term so good work jamie yeah um let's this see. is the one and only time that you'll admit when you're wrong on the show oh no i'm, I'm wrong all the time <laughs> i'm usually wrong mike just not about unimportant shit yeah well uh last week i talked about how i i've been super into like posting positive comments on tiktoks yeah i broke that last week <laughs> really or, or this week yeah so well, uh, somehow i got uh somehow i got on either Steven Tyler from Aerosmith's TikTok or Liv Tyler. Anyways, they posted, uh, they were in some other country and they had a, you know that movie Armageddon that she was in, in the yeah. late 90s? Yeah. They had, there was some like exhibit in some other country she was with her dad. And uh, Steven's like, he like points at a poster that's just her and he's like, who's this? And she's like, oh, that's me. And he's, and then he walks down, down a little ways and he sees there's a poster of him and he's like, who's this? And he, she goes, that's daddy. <laughs> right. So in the right. comments, I said, that doesn't look like Todd Rundgren. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little mean, but for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, Steven Tyler is her biological father, but uh, her mother was dating Todd, Rund Todd Rundgren. And until the age of 10, she thought she was Todd Rundgren's kid. So, right. Yeah. And he, you know, basically raised her and continues to like be her father. So basically. Right. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was a little, a little snide remark on my part. Yeah. Uh, not your best work. No, but. Uh, it was too good to pass up. Speaking of too good to be able to pass up, I blew it on the wedding ring joke last week. Uh, I said that wearing a wedding ring makes it harder to get laid when what I should have said is Jennifer fucks me way less once I started wearing it. <laughs> that that was that would have been the better punchline. So anyways. that would have been the classic take my wife kind of joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> which i hate that i have some follow-up genre of jokes but yeah uh, no, what's your follow-up you got a fucking bass synth no i no? wish i wish yeah no i didn't um my buddy patrick who's a listener mm -hmm. he sent me a picture of jerry only in full garb yeah. by a pool <laughs> really just like by a, by a swimming pool and apparently there's this dude who is like a super old school punk and he's like a East Coast guy that moved to LA and yeah, uh, he was a 
like an artist and tattoo artist and involved in the music world. He designed the um, Earth AD cover. Oh wow! Okay. And they and like there was a documentary made about him, and they interviewed Jerry by the pool, and he sent me a screenshot of him <laughs> and just like like in his full get up, oh, not awesome. not looking very not just like. <laughs> And it's like in Florida. Right, right. You can see, you know, it's just like. Sweating. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. awesome. That reminds me yeah. of Misfits follow-up and Jerry being dressed up. I forgot to mention when I told the story about Jerry and Doyle going to the Metallica show and bringing the kick drum head. Uh, and this was before they were like back together. Yeah. They brought the kick drum head to give to the band and then the band gave them nosebleed seats. Uh, right. They were dressed in full gear. Like so, they, they showed, showed up. Oh, they thought maybe they would show up and play the songs with them. Oh, maybe. Maybe they thought they would show up <laughs> right. and jump up on stage for yeah. Green Hell or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, they ended up getting put in the nosebleed seats, wearing their full uh, Misfits gear. Which you know, I'm sure a bunch of Metallica kids are like, "Who the fuck are these weird old guys?" <laughs> I mean, why? If I were those guys, if I was one of those two dudes, I would just be like. Mm, not gonna to go do that right yeah uh, yeah i would have just left too so right yeah feel bad for yeah. those guys though you know <laughs> but and yeah jerry said he, that they felt like assholes you know sitting there in their fucking gear so <laughs> that's why you know i mean i think that it's i think it's really awesome to have a band that dresses up yeah but it's just so much easier to just be a band that wears street clothes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. a way better deal. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who, um, he was very uh, rock and roll fashion and it was always funny seeing him at like 11 in the morning wearing like leather pants, you know what I mean? Like out. Oh dude, do you, you ever know, get a, get a, a load of mic, you know? mic maker? Oh yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> I saw, I was on my way to work once. Yeah. It's like 7.30 in the morning in Seattle. I'm driving to work over up by East Lake, and he lived over there. And he had this, like, what was that car that Clint Eastwood had in that fucking movie where they, El Torino? Okay. Is that what, it's, is that what the movie was called? Maybe. He had one of those cars. And, you know, in 1996, and it just is like a big fucking whatever. Right. He's out there in his full getup, like washing, <laughs> you know, washing his car at seven thirty in the morning, just like fully done. Wow, it's just like hilarious. you just wait. You he's like a, must have been like a vampire. He just he woke up like that. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty good. I told you. Yeah, did I ever tell you about my idea for a band that dresses up? No, nah, I don't think so. It's pretty awesome, and it's. It could do the kiss thing, I think, where right you just it doesn't matter who it is. You just put them up there, put them up there in the costume, right? Mm -hmm. Play the songs. Um, for a while, I wanted to call it Gur Animals, <laughs> okay. um, but it's a children's band. It's a kids band, rock band. Yeah, that basically is like a cross between the Ramones and the Banana Splits. Okay. And that's it. That's the whole that's fucking gag. You're like, you sing songs <laughs> that are like, um, you know, now I want to take a nap or, um, you know, 
whatever. I don't want to miss a day of school. Right, right, right. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah. Like I want to and I don't want to. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's great. And that's that's it. That's the whole gag. And the songs are th- two, three minutes long, fast. Yeah. Melodic and real simple. That's not Kids a bad fucking, idea. And then, and nobody, nobody sees your face ever. Okay. And is then that so you, you is just, that so you can replace members or what? Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, because yeah. the idea, the idea is that you, you know, you book this thing in fucking 10 different cities. Oh yeah. You franchise it. A night. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. You, you want Garanimals? Sure. Yeah. You betcha. <laughs> That's a great idea. You know what we should do? We should do that band along with Burden on Society. So we're like both both ends of the <laughs> spectrum. Speaking of uh, Burden on Society, and this is going to sound terrible, but uh, you know that you know I started that as like a just a joke, you know, about old people being a burden on society, right? And now, literally, like all of my spare time is helping an elderly person <laughs> taking care of your grandmother. Yeah, I've been totally, I fucking jinxed myself by just saying that. God damn it. See, that's what you get. <sighs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, uh, last week I said, I, I talked about the Misfits, uh, Jerry and Doyle's band, their heavy metal band, their Christian metal band called Christ the Conqueror. Uh, yeah. This is, this is minor, but I said it was spelled C-R-Y-S-T. It's actually spelled K-R-Y-S-T. So, you know, I got to fix the record. <laughs> still terrible yeah uh also let's see i can confirm the misfits pa thing is what rudy said oh yeah john brandon from the necros told me about it a few times and they played shows together back in the day so i have no reason to not believe it so rudy has confirmed that so rudy is about as i mean (laughs) he's about as reliable as wikipedia for fact checking (laughs) yeah probably No offense, Rudy, but oh fuck. I mean, I believe you, but yeah. as a fact-checking source, right, right. You know, yeah. That's like a foundation made of fucking, you know, sandcastles. Right, right. Just saying. Uh, one of my favorite things that's been happening, oh, probably for the last, I don't know, few months is uh. As a so Rudy hated the Jerry Rafferty record that we re, uh, reviewed. He did, and uh, as a joke, I bought. A, yeah, oh yeah, no, he fucking hates Jerry Rafferty. What the fuck? Anyways, I bought. A, I know, right? I bought him a shirt that says "You can only trust yourself" in the second Jerry Rafferty album. I saw, and that. I, I think once a week he sends me a photo of him wearing that shirt, and then comments. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, some other fucking asshole came up to me today and was like, oh, I love Jerry Rafferty.'" <laughs> good so, yeah so like for example uh this text it's a picture of him wearing the shirt flicking off the camera and it says okay fuck base so i made the mistake of wearing this shirt today for a zoom cancer support call an old hippie told me about being a fan back in the day i <laughs> i had to pretend that i like jerry rafferty too because he's like 78 and has stage four lung cancer <laughs> anyways i guess you made his day so i guess there's that <laughs> so wow yeah it's great and then yeah he uh he went on a like an anniversary trip with his wife to hawaii and sent me some other pictures of him wearing the shirt and <laughs> telling me about different people that fucking came up and talked to him about it <laughs> so uh, man like, i've like been a fan like since Steelers wheel 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm stuck in the middle too, man. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, good sport. Yeah, I love good that sport. he keeps wearing it. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, at least one of my friends used the gag gift that I got them for their birthday. Oh, I don't. I don't understand that joke. Is that a joke? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Did you write that one down? Fuck you. You still haven't watched that DVD I sent you? I threw it away. Uh, you did? What, do you want me to return it? Seriously, Get an Amazon credit? What was I supposed to do with it? You're supposed to watch it. Oh, Jesus. And then send Seriously? it to John. <laughs> send it to John. John's not going to watch it. He can't John watch, watch that. it. Are you kidding me? He couldn't watch that in the shower. It's the only place he does anything <laughs> dirty. <laughs> does he have a DVD player in the shower? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you're probably right. John likes all that super clean porn or whatever it is. They're like <sighs> big budget stuff. Really? Yeah, like the Adam and Eve or I forget what the name of the company is, but like with He's the super famous like porn fake, stars, you know. With fake boobs and stuff. I think so. Oh, gross. Yeah, right. Do you know what I, I just, I, I know that there are a lot of nice people out there that have a bunch of shit done to their face. Yeah. But I just can't, I can't deal. You, like plastic surgery wise i can't deal with it yeah i just can't yeah i always think it's weird when i see an old person with like a super tight face and then like super jet black hair it's like whoa your hair doesn't really yeah. match why why yeah why do you look why do you look like a dried apple with fucking right yeah with a black paintbrush stock of hair yeah i don't <laughs> it's know so just weird. it's it doesn't, I mean, surely th those folks know that they don't look young. They just look like a person with dyed hair. And right. and I guess if that's your goal, that's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck if you're like, yeah, I'm not trying to hide my age. I just want to have fucking weird hair. Yeah. Here's something. When you called, actually. Yeah. The, when this call came through. Mm-hmm. I was looking at videos on YouTube. I was like, let me see what these new 20-watt Marshall amps sound like. Yeah. So I found this one, and these two guys show up every once in a while when I search for things. They're Hold like, on. Is this the Studio Series or whatever amps that yeah. you're looking at? Okay, gotcha. So this was like a, a vintage JMP versus, you know, the 20-watt Plexi. Yeah, yeah. And it's these two, like, I don't know where they're from. They're two Nordic dudes, right? Um, let me see. Is the window still here? No, it's not. They're like two Nordic dudes. Um, you know, they're probably 60. Oh, okay. One of them definitely, you know, is like dyed black, jet black hair. Right, right, right. And the other one is, you know, is either gone gray or or does his hair platinum blonde. Yeah. I thought about dyeing my hair platinum blonde and just trying to look like a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> i think it would be pretty funny i think you're gonna look good with all gray hair just wizard yeah yeah what do you think about that yeah i i like it why not shit anyway uh i i that's all i have oh. with that story how was the how were the amps john said they're good yeah i think they're good yeah you know yeah do you know what else is good is i I bought that. Is our sponsor this week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a sponsorship transition you're going to surprise me with. 
Um, is the uh, what? What is the what is the amp plugin that I bought? Oh, uh, Neural DSP. Yeah, I bought that fourteen Cali suite. Uh, yes, that 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 one is my favorite. That's the first one I got, and I was blown away by it. It's really good. Yeah. And my Soldano thing is about too. to yeah. expire, and I'm contemplating buying it. But yeah. it's the thing is like. Even on sale, they're 60 bucks each, and you buy yeah. two of them, that's 120 bucks. Yeah. And you're you're 10% of the way to buying a fucking quad cortex. Yeah, but that's 10%. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, yeah. you could play a gig and do all kinds of recording. I'm having a little bit of latency issue. With the uh, neural DSP thing? Yeah. Oh, have you, cha- have you set the latency in it? Yeah. Hmm, that's weird. What do you have it set at? super whatever the fucking lowest is it's super annoying yeah it's really annoying because i'm using it to rehearse for tour because it's a fucking killer amp sound right and it's you know there's fast stuff with stops and you know all that and it's it's just like fuck just enough latency to be problematic and really a bummer and also before i before i realized that there was latency I was really pissed off because I was struggling. I was like, fuck, man, this is so hard. Right, right. <laughs> Why can't I get this? Anyway. That's interesting. Yeah, I, so I just looked at mine and hopefully I opened the app, like the standalone app and then quit it. Yeah. Uh, are you using the standalone app or are you using it in Logic? Either way. Okay. Yeah, I have it set to 32 samples and I can't tell. Uh, let's see yeah i can't tell any latency at all so i'm gonna open i'm gonna open it up right now and see see what it says expiration warning my dick i fucking bought you (laughs) oh this motherfucker seriously i bought you where's my key i lock fuck you i lock uh you fuck off install update right now no fuck off everyone (laughs) um let's see here where do I go into, how there's do little, I check? There's a little cog uh, oh, yeah, icon down at the lower left, I think. And then audio buffer size. Is that it? Uh, I think so. Let's see. Oh, it says 320 samples. Six oh, points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to crank that shit uh, down. I'm at 30. 3 milliseconds. 16 at, samples. Uh, I was at 32, I think. Yeah. Audio buffer size, 32 samples. 0.7 milliseconds all right i just updated it well that bums me out well i i i swear i bought that i don't understand what's going on maybe you didn't load it into your uh iLock or whatever um it should have just been an automatic right i don't know i think Fuck they send you an email with the uh, hoops you need to jump through you know Ugh. well i'm not gonna do it while i'm trying to fucking no. talk shit about rudy's favorite album uh yeah before we talk about this i have one last piece of follow-up so oh talk to me so uh, you know listen to the episode last week where i talked about how the misfits are the greatest american band yeah something kind of struck me and i looked through our list and is there anything i i feel like you proved that the misfits are the greatest american band because you gave it an a minus right okay is there any other album on the list that you'd never heard before that you ended up giving an A or A minus, A plus two after is listening it, to it, you know, that week? 
Wait, say, uh, say your question again. So <clears throat> you gave the, you listen to the misfits that record and gave it an a minus. Is yeah. there anything else on the list that you had done that with? Like, is there any other album on the list that you listened to for the first time that week? And you're like, fuck, this is an a minus. I don't think so. I don't know, but that doesn't fucking mean anything. I mean, our th- listeners fucking submit the th- records that does that mean that they are the fucking ultimate in fucking deciding what is what well obviously not i mean look at the list of shit that we have to review (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) fuck you guys but what i'm saying is i mean you know how often has there been an album where you listen to the first time and you're like oh yeah this is a fucking a or a minus like that's pretty fucking you know especially at 50 you know what i mean that doesn't whoa that was crazy. What? Well, I said I wasn't going to update all that, <laughs> but, the, I, but I did. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when I got all of the iLog <laughs> stuff sorted out, yeah. I realized I did buy the SLO and the 14 thing. Oh, nice. And when it loaded up, my voice was going through the SLO amp, and it was just like <laughs> fucking black. It was like, uh, you know. Right, right. Distorted. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean anything. Just because I gave it an A minus mm-hmm. doesn't make them America's greatest rock band. Because also, who the fuck am I? You're, you're Mike Squires, damn it. King of the Jews. <laughs> I'm just saying, that doesn't mean, that, uh, that doesn't fucking, that doesn't legitimize your claim. No, but it does help legitimize my claim. It's just one but, more piece of evidence. Look, that. they're in the running. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, they're. I don't think they're better than the Ramones. Really? Look, I mean, you're you're making this judgment off of how many recordings because this is a problem. Listen, you're like because <laughs> they continued making records. Yeah. Okay. So you can't. I mean, you can. That's like saying Van like. Van Halen is the greatest rock band because of Fair Warning. Right, right. Only. It's like, all right, well, what about Van Halen 3? I don't know. I don't know Van Halen well enough to know if that's a dig at Van Halen or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it doesn't support the argument. Right. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, just because they have a fucking good record and a good t-shirt doesn't make them the greatest American rock band. Well, they have more than one good record. They have, there's like 50 great songs. That's a lot of songs. Whatever, dude. All right. We'll have to agree to disagree. But, I, and also, I so. uh, Matt Hinky, I think is his name, Noise Gi- Generator 1979. Yeah. On Instagram said that the Ramones are the Beatles of punk, the Misfits are the Kiss of punk. And I'm not sure what Gigi Allen is. <laughs> that was a pretty good comment. So, you didn't you say he was the. What did I say? Fucking Marilyn Manson. Ah, he's the Marilyn Manson of funk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyways. Uh, Marilyn Manson going to the fucking Yeezy church. What? Yeah. Kanye. Yee. What? What? I don't know what you're talking Con- about. Kanye's got, he started a church. He right? did? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know this? I'm no, so glad I, that I get to, I get to be the one that breaks this to you. And... Marilyn Manson goes to his church. Jesus fucking Christ. What a bunch of exactly. fucking idiots. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, it's weird. 
It's weird. They, Kanye should have just stayed a producer. I think he did a good job at that. He's got some mental health issues or something, and I don't know. It just people just think it's funny or something. I don't. I don't get it. But <laughs> I don't. I don't understand fuck, either. It's not my. I mean, I don't care. He can do whatever. Everyone can do whatever they want. That's what I think. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what What do I care? Uh, but uh, the problem is we we not only do we give him permission i mean not that anyone needs permission we encourage it the public encourages it they love it they love it when he's in the headlines they love it when he's fucking fighting with his ex-wife's new boyfriend they would love a confrontation they would fucking love another oj i just don't care <laughs> like, I'm, I don't, yeah. no i don't either but i'm just saying i just wish people didn't care and the media the, the media away. helps promote that i know you know it's just a fucking stupid <laughs> it's really awful yeah. yeah you're right about that oh, well, jesus <sighs> that's really nice to be here though yeah you got any humble brags this week um let me think about that you buy an, another electric tool how'd the uh electric chainsaw did you get to use it Fuck yeah. I woke up at 6.30 this morning <laughs> Yeah, and hauled away the last of the yard debris that I, because I cut down a bunch of shit and then had a heavy work week. Um, and yeah, then, you know, I hauled a lot of it away. But we got a, you know, we I did all of this in preparation that we would build this fence that goes between our house and the playground. Right. And across the front you know like 15 percent of our yard yeah provide us a little bit of privacy and we got a quote guess guess how much 2500 bucks no no keep going oh god i had no idea no keep keep going five grand keep going you're kidding me no to do, 50, wait to do what again five to put in a fence holy shit dude yeah so i guess i don't know figure out how to make a fence wow fucking 5500 bucks holy shit dude how big is the fence you guys have a giant yard or something don't you it's not going across the whole yard it's probably uh you know 25 like 75 80 feet maybe and then you know 40 feet the other way right wow that sucks, that's it dude holy shit well, I, I know so <clears throat> there we go that's it um did I buy anything else? I bought some salt for my water softener. I'm going to buy my wife a bike. I oh, just yeah. have to find where it's in stock. Um, I Did you look I, into those Fairdales at all? No. Hmm. No, she. there was a bike that she wanted. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's an Electra. Is it an electric bike? No. Oh. It's that brand, Electra. That okay. I think Trek owns them. Okay. Um. I might have ordered a guitar. <laughs> well, remember I was talking about how I wanted a super strat. Yeah. And, and and I was just I was looking and looking and looking and I was like, oh, I should buy one of these Charvels. I could get a used one and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty good, you know. And but none of them only a couple of them have hardtails, and it's just like, uh and then I was like, I'll bet you my buddy Sully could make me something pretty killer so i started talking to him and he's gonna bend his rules a little bit and make me a a cool 
super strap with a hardtail. That's cool. He doesn't offer it with a hardtail. He was like, I could block, I could block a trim for you, you know? And I was just like, eh, I think. And then he was like, well, I have this extra neck. He sent me a picture of it. I'll send it to you. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty killer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. So I haven't, you know, I haven't technically bought it yet. Right. But, you know. You're going to buy it. It's fucking happening. And so I'm, you know, so fucking, it's a terribly stupid move on my part. (laughs) You know, because I don't have money. Right. Um, I don't. But I'll just figure it out. Nothing you can trade for. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) He's not interested in any trades. Yeah, that's just not really part of the deal. Right. Is it? No. So. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, totally. I am I am actually really excited about that. You didn't want to buy that super strat that John's selling? Nah. <laughs> no. Not not my deal. Yeah. I just sent you a picture of the neck. Mm, let's see. Oh, it looks fancy. Hey, it's got the upside down headstock. I know. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like it, but I feel like that's what a super strat <laughs> is. Well, I think, yeah, of course. You would like that yeah. it has that because you you name checked that you called that out yeah yeah anyway <laughs> that's cool though i don't know I like what co- i don't know what color yet yeah hey congratulations man oh thanks oh the starship trooper video came out this week i saw that it was I, oh i saw the pre-release version i saw it's doing pretty good it's like 3500 views or 4500 views or something it's right? almost like 46 right now not bad and that's pretty good for one of my videos but still I just don't get it. Like considering that cast of people, it seems like it should be doing better to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just kind of surprised whatever. too. I'm just kind of like, uh, God, you know? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Mm. It probably, it, you know, it's probably one of those things that needs to gain momentum. You know, I did. I got like, I was up at six 30 this morning. I got a lot of shit done. I cut, all the grass, I hauled all the last bits of yard debris away. That was two trips. And it was like three trips last weekend. And um, we got, uh, my wife bought a couple of these Adirondack chairs. So we have four of them around the fire pit. Now the yard is looking real tight, I got to say. Cool. It's looking real tight. Nice. <laughs> I just sit on our deck and watch my wife work in the yard. I don't, I don't work in the yard. I like it. Yeah. Mm. Not my thing. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. That's everything. You want to talk about this record? I guess so. Captain Jazz. What the fuck is the name of the record? I don't know, but <laughs> it, it it can't be worse than the name of the band. <laughs> yeah, the, the name of the band is terrible. Uh, what the fuck? So you yeah, guys, I. Yeah, I figured this was uh, like that wacky, what was that wacky jazz, um, actually I don't even know if it was jazz, we did a review of some weird like Nordic band that fucking really I remember posted. that, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so I figured that's what this was going to be too, but so I broke down the name of the record to try to figure out how to pronounce it, and I think it's Anal Phi Beta Poliothology. That's the best I could come up with because it's, uh, it's like all the letters are, are jammed together. So I put spaces in right, it. Right. It's a single it word. Out. Hold on. An alpha beta polythology. Okay. 
alpha. It's it, but it's not alpha. Uh, it's not alpha. It's a n a l p h a beta. Yeah, an alpha. And oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, let me. An alpha beta polythology. Hmm. Polythology. An alpha beta polythology. I liked it better when it was anal phia beta polythology. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah the so, only thing that would be better if it was double anal palapatapatapaldi <laughs> DVDA. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is a 1998 retrospective uh, disc that was put out by Jade Tree, and it's a two. Uh, it's a double CD album. Um, I Technically, like, it's like the great. It's like that album that you were talking about, like the anthology. Right. Yeah. It's. <laughs> So it's their first record and then a, a bunch of like s- stuff from their seven inch base. It's basically everything they ever released from what I could tell. Um, I do like some of the n- name, t- the song titles on the record. So uh, there's one called Rocky Rococo. And I don't know if you know, do you know what Rocky Rococo is? No. It is a <laughs> chain of pizza restaurants uh, that was started in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very popular in the midwest they had some right. in minnesota when i was a kid rocky rococo uh there's a song called no use for a piano player when you gotta play your piano <laughs> i like that one that's pretty good yeah uh hey ma do i have to choke on these is a good one and my last favorite is bluegrass ish <laughs> i thought that was a pretty good title uh it's funny I didn't know the names of any of the songs except for Take On Me, of course. Right. Because I just listened on the headphones at work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I looked at the song titles and uh, discovered the song titles are hilarious. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I can't, I keep reading that this band, you know, people refer to this band as emo. And I guess I have no idea what emo is because I don't consider this emo at all. I just consider this like, good midwestern fucking indie rock from the 90s like do you think this is an emo band when i here's the thing when i think of emo i think of bands like this yeah absolutely really okay this and the style um what i don't think of is what was emo in the 2000s right yeah i guess maybe that's because I don't know. I just don't. I guess I, I would maybe wasn't paying attention or, you know, or I don't know. In the same way that bands that were considered hardcore in the 2000s, I'm like, what? Uh, right, right, right. This is hardcore? Yeah. Like this Rites sounds... of Spring is considered emo, and I don't think of that as emo either. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, yeah, I guess emo to me is that the dudes wearing eyeliner in the 2000s you know <laughs> no not to me <laughs> no okay yeah but you know what the fuck do i know yeah i don't want to yeah um, <laughs> me too so <laughs> i'm not uh, the boss of anything <laughs> uh yeah i i, I kind of thought this sounded like a super fast super fast version of uh like the multiple cat or kind of like knapsack who both bands i love and you know those records would be desert island records for me for sure so right um yeah first track came on and i was like this record's gonna rule <laughs> i was super psyched so you were you're into it yeah absolutely yeah. i thought it was great i was shocked like i literally uh at a stoplight after like the third song i texted broody and i said 
this record's fucking great. So I was very happy. <laughs> I liked yeah. it. <laughs> I thought, I think that it's fine. Yeah. Clearly, they're a good band. The recording is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I had been introduced to this band in 1996, I would have or me or 93 or four. Right. If they were around then, I have no idea. I probably would have been really into it, but now as opposed, and this is the funny thing, as opposed to last week being introduced to the, the fucking misfits and not being introduced, but you know, really listening to it uh, and really digging it. This, I was like, eh, it's too late for me in this record. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I have a habit of finding out about bands way after the fact. So, like, I didn't get turned on to Weezer until way after the fact. I didn't get turned on to Knapsack until way after the fact. Uh, well, and also the Misfits, as we talked about last week. So, right. um, but yeah, I, I, you know, um, the Multiple Cat was from the Quad Cities. Uh, they're an indie rock band, and uh, they have a their first record is called "This uh, Territory Shall Mean the Universe," I think. And I love that record. It's one of my favorite records. And this, you know, has that kind of feeling, but faster. And so I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" <laughs> a lot was, of clean guitar. Yeah, the singer is amazing on this record. Super interesting voice, I thought. I, and yeah and the drummer I mean, is so fucking good holy shit the drummer's good the drummer's really good yeah do you know if um did you do any research i did what did these guys go on to do after the band broke up so uh they put out a full-length album called burritos inspirational point Fork Balloon Sports, Cards in the Spokes, Automatic Biographies, Kites, Kung Fu, Trophies, Banana Peels We've Slipped On, and Eggshells We've Tippy-Toed Over. (laughs) That's the name of their first, uh, I believe, and only full-length release. That record is fully included on this record. And uh, the Burritos Inspiration Point Fork Balloon Sports, yada yada, is uh, usually referred to as Schmap and Schmaz by fans uh it was released on the man with gun label okay which i believe there's a band from chicago called man with gun lives here and i think i've talked about this on the show before but they um they they never wrote their name man with gun lives here they use do you know what hobo signs are no are they signs that hobos use to communicate yep yeah so they would like right. scratch on that like on the like I'm part of a house, like, you know, a lady with cat lives here, or this is a good place for food or danger or whatever. Anyways, right. man with gun lives here is just like a triangle with these like hands popping out of it. But that, <laughs> that, that band, they never use the man with gun lives here. They just use the logo or whatever, the hobo <laughs> sign, which, which I have no idea if that has anything to do with man with gun record label, but can I push pause for a second? Yeah. You probably don't, read books right you listen to books because of the because of your schedule and driving and whatnot correct unless it's a unless it's a kiss book i'll usually read kiss books (laughs) (laughs) unless it's i buy a lot of books right and they just sit on my bookshelf 
Um, there's a book that I read, I don't even know, 20 years ago that Cheyenne turned me on to. Uh, and it is called, it's written by a guy named Jack Black, but from, you know, 1905 or some shit. Right, yeah. And it's called You Can't Win. And he was a fucking train hopping hobo. Yeah. Got up to all kinds of fucking bad business. And it's incredible. And you, sh- you should definitely, definitely read it. Yeah. It's called You Can't Win. You Can't Win. All right. This will be the third book I've purchased off Amazon in a number of weeks that <laughs> based on your suggestions. All good. All right. You can't win. Hey, they, oh, they don't have the audiobook. You know, I wish you could just buy audiobooks without signing up for, for fucking Audible all the time. <sighs> okay. Things um, are tough all over. What's that? Things are tough all over. <laughs> First world problems. Aren't they? All right. You can't win. Buy it now. 13 bucks. And done. You're going to love that. All right. I'll tell you what it's I think. It's so good, dude. It's yeah. so good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Okay. So they broke up shortly after the release of, of Schmap and Schmaz. Uh, okay. But these dudes, they kind of did the Midwest thing where they all joined the same bands over and over with different names and, and like a little bit different lineup. So mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of these dudes were in Captain Jazz. Then they're in a band called Owls. And then there's another band called Joan of Arc. And then the guitar player was in a band called The Promise Ring. Um, that's the only one I know of out of all of those. So uh, I don't know if heard any of those Joan are of familiar with, a, with you on those. but Joan of Arc, I know about. Okay. Yeah, it tried to look at, like, I know this isn't a real indicator, but it's the fucking indicator I got, which is monthly listeners on Spotify. And none of those bands, it looked like Captain Jazz had about 50,000 listeners a month. And none of those other bands had like way more than that or anything. You know what I mean? So, right. It's not like the one, you know, it's not like the one guy joined Weezer, you know, <laughs> right? Right. So, uh, yeah. Lateral moves as far as the amount of people listening. People I guess. love that fucking promise ring shit, though. That's like, that's some emo shit. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard of Promise Ring. My old roommate Jeremy, uh, the rollerblader, he used to like listen to the Promise Ring. I don't know that I've ever heard him though. There's so many jokes in there. <laughs> in the Promise Ring? Well, just in like my my old roommate, the rollerblader, loved this yeah. emo band. <laughs> <laughs> well the best part, he, he's not he's not even a rollerblader, but he's the guy that's naturally talented at rollerblading and hates it. So does he do it competitively? No, he he he's a skateboarder and a surfer and a snowboarder and tried rollerblading and found out he's naturally talented at it. So, I mean, this just sounds like a, you know, like the uh abbreviated description of a of like a late, you know, like a mid-evening comedy show, but <laughs> right, right. you know, like two men dress up as women to live in an all female whatever booze and buddies yeah what a gr- that was a great show and now you know it didn't age well yeah probably not there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit didn't age well like three's company love it probably didn't age well really i think jack was a little rapey oh yeah jack was a little rapey and also he pretended to be gay so that he- the landlords would be okay with him living with the two ladies yeah, like yeah. what the and fuck? Then Larry, Why is it your business? Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, and then Larry, the upstairs. Uh, so Larry, their upstairs neighbor, was super rapey. Yeah, I, I don't know if you remember that. And then uh, 
He even looked rapey. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Mr. Furley was super freaked out by Jack being gay. Right. And then... Um, it the, would always, he would always make those big eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that Don Knotts? I think that was Don, was Don Knotts, Mr. Furley? Figure it out. <sighs> There's only a way I could check. If there was only a resource. All right, let me see. Don Knotts, Mr. Furley. Yeah, he was Mr. Furley, Don Knotts. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's on John's favorite show of all time, which is, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what's the name of that show? Was it the Western? No, it had, uh, it had Ron Howard on it as a kid. <laughs> um. Yes. Well, oh, fuck, what's the name of that show? Oh, God, John's probably screaming at the radio right now. The Andy Griffith Show. That's right. Yeah, it's John's all-time favorite show. Yeah. Opie. At least the last time I heard. Opie Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, Opie. <laughs> uh, anyways, I don't remember how we got on this <laughs> track, but um, did, you, did you notice, did you hear the theme song for the TV show 90210 on this record? No. It's, it's on the record. It's pretty good. You didn't hear it? No, I didn't. <laughs> did you not listen to the record? No, I listened to it a bunch. It's like a two-disc set. It's the second to last song. Here, let me play a few seconds of it. I don't know. Did you watch 90210 when you were younger, or were you too old for that? I, you know, even when you played it just now, I don't recognize the theme Oh, song. really? <laughs> There's yeah. so much that happened in the 90s that <laughs> I, like, I never watched Seinfeld. I never watched 90210. I don't know. Anything that was big in the 90s, I didn't see. Right. Because you I was were in the Marines and you didn't have a TV, right? That's correct. I'm starting yeah. to I'm starting to know your your story. <laughs> so yeah, I just didn't I didn't have a TV. I didn't go watch Blockbuster. I had to catch up on a bunch of nineties movies, but there's still a bunch that I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I thought Take On Me was a pretty fucked up but interesting cover. Yeah. It I mean it was it's a testament to how good that song is. Like if if that fucking weird cover can still be pretty good, then it's got to be a right. real good yeah. song. Yeah, right? that song's amazing. Which, you um, know, I don't know that I've ever heard any other songs by Aha. Uh-huh. Are they any good? Have you ever listened to their record? Yeah, I had that record. Is it any good? I had it on I had it on cassette. Yeah, it was great. Huh. I mean, it, it's not all as strong as that. There's a reason right. that that was the single, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. God, how crazy is it? I mean, think about that. Like, even I think even kids today know what that song is. You know what I mean? Like, that is a yeah, very, it's, very strong one-hit wonder. I know you hate that term, but. It's a timeless song. So I mean, crazy. it even, I don't know, sonically, tonally, like the sounds on it, you know, are sounds yeah, that the people are emulating now. Right, like, right. You know, they're they're going for that that vibe now. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it. Maybe that doesn't make it timeless, but it's definitely right. you know. I don't know. It doesn't sound like Magic Carpet Ride, <laughs> right? Oh, no, that's a fucking. <laughs> Which great is song. the first God song damn. that? Oh, super good, but it's yeah. like okay, this is from 1969. Right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. tell just yeah. straight away. Yeah, because there's no technology involved. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, what a great couple God, of microphones. The fucking snare hit on the intro on that is so good. God damn. Oh, it's a fucking killer song. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> couldn't get wet about. I couldn't get wet about this album. Yeah, and I recognize that it's good, but that wasn't just ti- uh, you know bad bad introduction t- point in my timeline. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, there's plenty of records that we've listened to on the show that I can recognize that they're good, or I can recognize why people like them, but it just doesn't do anything for me. You know. Right. I mean, I felt that way about Gojira and stuff. So, um, yeah, the so this band was started in Chicago in 89 by brothers Tim and Mike Kinsella, K-I-N-S-E-L-L-A. Uh, Tim was the singer and Mike uh, played the drums and background vocals. Uh, a guy named Sam Zirk was on bass. Vic Villarreal. Uh, is also on guitar, and then they had another guy play guitar named Davey uh, for about a year before they broke up. He just had one name, like uh, Jerry only. <laughs> no, it's Davey Von. Well, I always butcher. Well, I butcher the English language in general. Um, uh, so I try not to say people's names if I don't have to. Uh, Davey just give it a go. Von Bolhen, B O H L E N. Uh, and that's the guy that's in the promise ring. Mm. Um, the so so this uh, album is kind of like an anthology or I, I guess what's the difference between anthology and discography you know um i th- uh, don't quote me but i would assume that an anthology would be the entire catalog of music but not necessarily in chronological order of the albums and a what was the other one discography and a discography is a is like a box set. A discography is the collection of albums. Okay. So and I guess uh, then then this would be an anthology because it's the it's the full one album and then stuff from 7 inches, like splits and stuff like that, EPs and stuff. Hey, do you know why indie rockers are bad lovers? <laughs> You've told this joke before, but I don't remember the punchline. <laughs> Have I told you? Yeah. And they're always lying about the seven inches they have. <laughs> you just got to measure from the bottom. Of your balls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where your dick actually comes out of your torso or whatever, right? You get like an extra four inches or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Oh, not uh, a family show. Yeah. So anyway, the Schmap and Schmaz album, which is the first bunch of songs on this uh, this record, uh, Enemy listed it as one of the 20 emo bands that have resolutely stood the test of time. <laughs> and in Rolling Stone's list of 40 greatest emo <laughs> albums of all time, it came in seventh. So Really? Yeah. Did it, uh, or do you have that in front of you? What book ends it? Uh, I don't. Ugh. I don't have the list. I'm going to look it up. All right. Just because I'm a fucking sucker for, I'm just a fool. Rolling Stone, greatest emo records, albums. Uh, Yep. Here it is. 40 greatest emo albums of all time. Come on, get sad. The best of punk rock's moody younger sibling. See, I don't know. So I'm showing number eight was Jimmy Eat World Bleed American from 2001. And number mm. six is American football, American football, whatever the fuck that is. I guess I don't know what emo is. I mean, yeah. although the fuck Rolling Stone, what the fuck do they know? Number one, Sunny Day Real Estate Diary. I would have to agree. Yeah. 
Although that's a great record. Oh my god, it's f- so fucking amazing. Uh, I yeah, I'm so into it. Right, the spring number two, the promise ring number three, jawbreaker, dear you number yeah, four. It's a great record. Uh, braid. I've never heard is, braid. I know who they are, but. I just keep getting fucking pop-ups. Fuck you, Rolling Stone, right in your fucking dick face. <laughs> How do, do you not have a pop-up blocker installed in your brain? Well, no, it's Mike an, and I do. fucking technology problems, man. I God do. Damn. Okay. I do have it, but for, you know, it's kind of like when a page is loading and then you go to click something and all of a sudden it's not in that place because it fucking loaded some fucking thing that move the screen around mm. it's that kind of shit but then i'm scrolling through i don't have fallout boy problems. my chemical romance <laughs> thursday texas is see Wait, yank Thurs- crime is number 16 yank crime's an emo record yeah i just don't i don't see i don't know, know what emo is. maybe i mean these are at the uh, drive-in is emo i don't know if it's emo but embrace is uh number 24 and I love that record. And I'm so shocked that anybody even remembers that record. I don't, I guess I just don't know anything. Paramore, it says, is emo. I don't know who that is. Which I just don't, clearly I don't know anything. So uh, the band The Owls is listed on here, and that's one of their adjacent band. And so it mentions, yeah, Captain Jazz in the Owls list. And then... uh Actually, you know what? If uh, so, American football, which is number six, says former Captain Jazz drummer, drummer Mike Kinsella learned the hard way before graduating high school. Yada yada. So I'm assuming he's part oh. of this. So he's on the list is as number six and seven. That's pretty amazing. Good for him. Incredible yeah. emo drummer. Yeah, and then the owls are. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would want that on my headstone. Number six and number seven, at least for now, at time of death, number six and number seven. Maybe uh, ema, uh, uh, a tombstone with a little white like dry erase board where people could update it. My headstone is going to say, never made a best of list on Rolling Stone. <laughs> but not for lack of trying. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I did pull some interesting reviews of this record from, uh, people on Amazon that bought the record. If you want to hear Talk to me. Uh, let's see. So this one, for some people it was Led Zeppelin or saves the day, but for me it was Captain Jazz. When I heard anal beta phology for the first time, everything made sense to me. It didn't make sense to most of my friends at the time. And I know a lot of people who like other Kinsilla projects, but not Captain Jazz. But for me, this album pretty much is the soundtrack to my teenage years. I've never grown tired of it, and I consider it to be one of the handful of albums that helped me develop my taste in music. So, I think you would have to be a teenager or a 20-something when this catches you for it to really get its hooks in you. Or maybe I'm just wrong and I'm a dick, but... yeah. Uh, here's another one. One of the most fun albums ever released. I'm not going to go on a rant about what it, what makes quote unquote true emo. All I know is that this band is rad and for such a messy compilation, it's surprising that it seems so flawless. Did Um, Rudy write that one? (laughs) There's another one. Uh, 
which kind of proves your point. I got a copy of this in high school and it changed the way I thought about song structure and guitar playing. It's incredible that the median age was 18 or not. Their median age was 18 or 19 when they made this. So some positive reviews on Amazon. All those people were like, I've been listening to this since I was 15. Right. Yeah. Since before I had a car. <laughs> since, since my, I had to ask my dad to drive me to band practice. Yeah, I didn't get a license until I was 19. Is that right? Yeah. Did that stop you from driving? No, I started stealing my mom's car at 13. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, the, did, did I ever tell you I cheated on my driver's exam? How? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm from Minnesota. I moved to Iowa. And, I, you know, I don't feel particularly proud of this. Uh, but when I was taking the written exam, it was at a computer. And there's like, um, you stand next to other people. Uh, at their computers right and there's like a little divider thing but it's only like hip high anyways it's me and my friend he's renewing his license i'm getting my license and there's a kid off to the left he's like 15 he's like this little kid and uh <laughs> i look over at him i'm like hey what's the answer to number eight <laughs> and he's like I, I i can't tell you that'd be cheating I'm like, look, you're going to tell me the fucking answers or me and my friend here, we're going to kick your fucking ass out in the parking lot after this. <laughs> you're a dick. Yeah. So he fucking, he just told us all the answers. Cause you know, he was like a geeky kid. He looked like he had studied the book. And so he gave us all the answers and that's how I passed my dry, my drivers. Did you buy him lunch after that? No. You should have bought him. You're an asshole. Yeah. I, I was a fucking asshole when I was a young adult. That's no secret. <laughs> 19 is not a young adult. It's an old baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not very nice. Threatened to beat him up. 25 is a young adult. He gave us the answer, so. 35 is an adult. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he ever tells anybody that story. <laughs> Probably. His therapist. Uh, uh, did I tell you ever that I had been driving for, you know, 20 years? Not 20, maybe, whatever, however long. Yeah. 16, 26, 32, so uh, 16 years. And as a licensed driver, I go, I move to Portland. I'm, I'm not going to get a Portland, a, you know, an Oregon license, I decide. But then right. I realize, oh, I can get no tax when I go to Washington and buy stuff. Oh, right, and yeah. also, I got pulled over and they were like, yo, you have to get a license if you fucking live here, you asshole. Yeah. Um, so... I, I'm like, oh, yeah, pff, sure, whatever. So I go to the DMV. I fucking fail my test. <laughs> I fail the test. The written, all I had to do was take the written test. That's right. it. I, and I was just like, oh, this will be a piece of cake. Yeah. I failed. Do you want to know why? They yeah. ask you all these like fucking horse questions and shit. <laughs> horse questions? Yeah. They, they, there was like, there was a question on there. I know for a fact that was one of the questions that I missed. It was like, if you come upon a fucking cowboy on horseback and they're doing <laughs> this with their hand, what does it mean? Right, right. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? That's yeah. a thing? And apparently, in, you know, there's enough rural area around there that they're just like, yeah, you have to know this. So right. I failed. <laughs> That's funny. So dumb. I remember uh, when I got my Oregon license, I got hung up on some questions about, uh, got, you know, this is 23 years ago now. Um, but I think I got hung up on some questions about train tracks and like how you're supposed to proceed. 
if I remember correctly. You ever get your front wheel caught in a train track? That's a on bummer. A, on a, in a car? On a bicycle? Oh yeah. No, I think I told you this. I I yeah. <laughs> I told you about when I fell in front of the Max off my bike, right? I don't remember, but yeah, I told on that. I told on that on the episode before, but yeah, don't ever. You always hear, uh, "Don't ever try to race a train." That's true. Don't, don't, don't try to race a train. <laughs> yeah, that would be very bad. That doesn't end well. Well, I kept seeing these uh, in Portland. We have a above ground train transit, you know, trolleys and uh, or streetcars and the Max, right? And the Max is basically like an above ground subway. Right. Um, and there's all these, you know, and I was a professional BMXer, right? And there's all these signs that show the train tracks and like a guy on a bike flipping over the handlebars, like crashing on the tracks, right? To warn you, like, be careful of the fucking train tracks. And I always used to laugh at it because I was like, who is that dumb? Right. And then one day <laughs> I was riding <laughs> and I was trying to beat the max. I was trying to get across the tracks before the train came and uh something happened <laughs> my wheel got caught in the fucking track and uh, it was probably wet and you hit the metal and yeah, it slid i don't remember and uh yeah so i flipped over the handlebars and i ended on i ended up on the other side of the tracks and my bike was on the other side of the train <laughs> so it was very and close. didn't get hit by the no, train I did not get you hit by the or train. your bike nope was did your bike get stolen before the train passed? <laughs> yeah, right. that, was, that would be like what happened in a movie <laughs> Uh, I, I saw a, uh, a, a meme on Facebook the other day that said uh, President Biden came to visit an airport in Air Force One and the catalytic converter was stolen off Air Force One. <laughs> in Portland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Oh, God. So true. Uh, anyways, Captain Jazz. Yeah, uh, <laughs> keeping up with the uh, funny names thing, they put out a seven-inch called... Sometimes if you stand farther away from something, it does not seem as big. Sometimes you can stand up so close that you cannot tell what you're looking at. <laughs> that was a pretty good <laughs> seven-inch title. Uh, uh, they did some, so yeah, they broke up in 95. They did some reunion shows in 2010 and some in 2017. And that how are is, those received? That is, all, uh, they played the Fun 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 Fest, and I watched a little bit of them playing it, and people seemed to be super into it, so... Was it good? Yeah, they seemed like they were doing good. <laughs> they seemed like they were having fun. I mean, I just kind of scrubbed through the <laughs> hey, video. You guys, you know? really, so. you guys look like you're having a great time up there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <sighs> that is all the Captain Jazz I got. I, I wanted to care, but I just couldn't care, you know? Yeah. And I listened a few times. There were a few times as I was listening, I was like, yeah, I, I, I think I like this. Yeah. But there was never a moment when I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I think I would have probably enjoyed, I, I think this is maybe for the the fans of the band. Whereas I think if I just listened to the, you know, the full length without the all the extra stuff, I would have probably enjoyed it a little more, you know? Because, like, right. two discs of this, like, it starts to get real fucking long. You know, you're like, yeah, Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. So I, I think it, had we listened to the actual, like, al released album, at least for me, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Um, You know, that's like... <sighs> yeah. 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 So 
uh, I think because of that, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a C plus. I mean, you're just jumping right into the grades. I, I, I thought it was all right. Um, but I, I feel like this record isn't where you start with Captain Jazz. You should probably start with the, the full length or whatever, you know? And then if you love that, then you, you know, move on to the anthology that has the rarities and shit, you know, although I did enjoy the 90210 theme. I thought that was funny. And I, I like to take on me and all that stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I don't think I needed to, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big fan. So I didn't enjoy all the, you know, rarities or whatever, you know? So, right. Yeah. They weren't things you'd been looking for for 15 years before the anthology came out. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, not bad. I thought this is a total fucking Rudy troll and I actually enjoyed this record. So it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just that I, I, I never once felt invested in it as I was listening. Even when I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. I never was like all the way in ever. So I don't know if part of that is, I don't know why. I mean, this 90210 thing, now that I know that that's what it is, because I don't know what that fucking song is. I never (laughs) saw that show. (laughs) I don't know the names of the people on it. I know what their faces look like, I think, because they, you know, were on billboards and stuff. But yeah, it's um, like Brenda and Donna. And uh, I, I remember late, it's funny, I remember the at, real actors' names, Luke Perry and Jason Priestley, but I can't remember their character names. So I never watched Friends. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I love Friends. Never watched Friends or Seinfeld or, oddly enough, I watched the the only episode of Seinfeld that I watched while Seinfeld was actually running like first go. Yeah. Was the last episode. No. Yeah. Oh God, no. And yeah, I thought that's... it was terrible. Yeah, because it was terrible. Um I I saw it when I was at the gym at night oh, man. in Ballard. Yeah. So Yeah, that's that's not where like, I start eh. with Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I figured that out. And I still have never gone back and watched all of them, but every once in a while I'll see an episode and I don't, you know, I'll watch it. I won't change the channel. I wasn't super into Seinfeld. And I, you know, I, I tried to rewatch the series starting at episode one and I just wasn't super into it. And I don't know if that's because I didn't, you know, watch it at the time. Uh, but like one of my coworkers is super into Seinfeld and like rewatches the entire series a bunch and stuff. Um, are there any television series that you've like, been a huge fan of and watched the entire thing yeah i watched lost okay and uh i'm still watching walking dead really they're both shows that i didn't watch from the beginning when they started okay uh lost i didn't start until like the third season or whatever and i yeah streamed it and then caught up to where i was watching it in real time same with walking dead okay um yeah i don't know you know i think i bailed. I think that's all oh breaking bad okay yeah i didn't watch breaking bad it's amazing mm, i can't watch it why i tried to watch i heard it was great and i tried to watch the first episode and it's basically about a fucking teacher an educator who has to sell drugs because he has cancer i was like i can't fucking watch this because <laughs> i work with teachers you know and uh that was just uh, that was that premise is so depressing for me i I just i couldn't even finish the first episode so 
Well, if that is too depressing for you, then you'd never make it all the way through the series anyway. Right. Because it gets a lot worse than that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's fucking incredible. I mean, it's a TV show. I know. This is a conversation that I have with my wife all the time where she's just like, that is so unrealistic. That would never happen. And I have to say, well, it it, it didn't. It's a TV show. <laughs> you know, it didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't it's not happening. Happen. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, like, I, and I, I, I watched, I think I started watching Walking Dead. Um, oh, I love it. Like after the first season came out, I think I stuck through, through like three seasons and then it just got so like repetitive for, to me. I was like, let me guess, they're going to find a new place and think this is the place to set up camp. And then, then some other outsiders are going to come in and be bad to them. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah. Yeah. I, it got it's just too, like too everything there are other shows that i have watched all the way through and arrested development ah uh did you watch that i did um trying to remember there was once one of the last like remake seasons that was bad uh but then i think the yeah. last season was good so and then ozark i didn't watch that i think jen I've, watched that uh, it's fucking so good. Yeah. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Game of Thrones is great. Watch well, that whole thing. End. Okay. And I'm trying to watch The Sopranos because I never watched that. Ah. Jen was into that. Uh, I watched a couple of seasons of it and then I kind of got bored of it. And so I quit watching it. Yeah. Again, it was a little too depressing for me. So. Right. I don't like watching depressing or sad things. So had enough of that in my real life so i try not to watch that shit christina's watching this show about young people who are like drug addicts and stuff on hbo yeah and it's got that girl who is in the spider-man movies oh i think i heard about that but i don't know anything about it euphoria is what it's called. okay yeah and i just i i just can't it's just like people just fucking spun out on drugs screaming at each other i can hear it in the other room and i'm just and that stresses me out right it's like zombies that are about to fucking eat your hand off because right, it's stuck right. in a door or whatever yeah like that doesn't stress me out at all because it's could never happen right but people spun out on drugs screaming at each other just reminds me of my childhood yeah exactly right so <laughs> Yeah, oh god i just take a trip down memory lane if i want to feel like this this is terrible yep (laughs) yeah Um, so i'm gonna give this record a c plus also nice i just and it's probably probably deserve i mean probably deserves a better grade from me Mm -hmm. but i don't care (laughs) i don't care and you know any upset indie rockers welcome to come over and knock on my door and try to convince me that i'm wrong or they can you know say mean words to me and try to hurt me but i don't care <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't matter yeah you know um, i don't know i think c plus is a fair grade that's i mean that's why i gave it one i mean i i think it's probably a better it's better than a C plus record, but I'm not going to give it a better grade because I didn't care. Like it, it wasn't to me, it wasn't good enough to draw me in and make me feel invested. Yeah. And I think it's because 
this this style of the subgenre or whatever whatever this is yeah the style is it's kind of a fickle style it's a fickle little subgenre and they're fine at it you know they're good at it yeah um but it has like all of the bands that do this style of music have not aged really great and i don't think this album aged great <laughs> well i i think that these guys were the influence for a lot of other bands that sound like this uh and then also you know remember music ended in the at the end of the 90s for me so this is <laughs> right this is this record's this, only five years old yeah this, you. this shit's fresh to me so when people talk about dog years I'm going to start, um, when it comes to record <laughs> releases, I'm going to talk about in Jamie years, <laughs> which is, they're similar time scales. Yeah. I you mean, know, I time, mean, time's not real. Like, you know, we kind of laugh about this, but I mean, I genuinely, it doesn't feel old or anything to me. Like, <laughs> this record. So yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah. This is, this is the same guy that at 48 years old bought a new trick bike. So <laughs> <laughs> obviously uh i have, have no... you have you gone out on it and done no, stuff? It's, it's been too rainy lately so right <laughs> but i plan to <laughs> uh maybe i I'll saw learn. a kid there's a farm stand down the way that i go and sometimes i'll get a soft serve ice cream cone mm -hmm. and there was there was like a whole family that had obviously ride were riding on the bike trail that runs right next to that yeah and they all had those like 26 inch BMX bikes. Nice. <laughs> and they looked so fucking, I was like, coolest family ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I think those bikes are kind of cool. Yeah, they are. I just would, for where I'm at and what I'm doing, I'd rather have a cruiser bike like I have, but with gears. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a, like a city bike or whatever. And it's, I think it's got like three speeds on it or something. So. I mean, my I don't want to. I don't want to ride my trick bike right. to a place. <laughs> you know, my like my that's... bike probably weighs twenty five or thirty pounds, right? And doesn't have any gears. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I mean, it has one gear. Bike. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, okay, well, next week we are doing a band that I've heard their name a bunch, but I've never actually heard them. Uh, Flogging Molly. We're doing. Oh? Drunken Molly. lullabies. They were. <laughs> yeah. I don't follow the band. I know a lot of people that I am friends with know the band. I think, I think they might use satellite amps. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, they were in the news recently. <laughs> okay. Do you want to we'll talk up for next week? Yeah. Why don't? Okay. We? Cool. <laughs> um, and, and when I say news, you know, I use that pretty loosely. Right. Right. The news is like, uh, who knows how these fucking headlines and stories are generated? They, it seems like there's got to be some kind, kind of like the bot that wrote a Nirvana song, right? Yeah, you know, there's. I bet that news stories, like clickbait news stories, are written by computer programs. Oh, pro I, yeah, I I know there's a lot of bots that write newspaper articles nowadays. So, um that pop up on your fucking Yahoo homepage or whatever. Well, even in newspapers, uh, a lot of that stuff's written by bots. Who reads a newspaper? I'm just saying. You know? Yeah. Fembots. <laughs> I like a good newspaper, but I don't actually read any, so. 
I like the New York Times crossword puzzle. I fucking hate crossword puzzles, dude. <laughs> Terrible at them. Well, that's your problem. Yeah. Anyway, I have to believe that these news stories aren't actually, you know, they're just not real. That they're written based on the things that they know that you are interested in. Right, right. And that probably no one else sees it. It's possible. I just don't even know. Because it's got to be, once you have a, once you have some sort of AI that can do that, doesn't mm-hmm. it seem like there could be, you know, some master server that's like, all right, we're keeping an eye on this guy. He likes to use his credit card at one in the morning. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, they, you know, uh, with cookies and, and different APIs and stuff, they figure out what you like and stuff about you. Uh, and then they sell that information to data brokers um, who use it for targeted advertising. So, um, you know, and, and I would assume they do that for uh, content as well. You know, like YouTube has right. figured out that, you know, because I click like on, you know, like a wrestling video or a kiss video. Now I, I'll, my fucking YouTube page is all wrestling and kiss videos or whatever, you know, so uh because their whole goal is to keep you on the site and looking at ads and, you know, whatever, so. See, this is depressing. Have you watched that Netflix thing that was that's, like, uh, about algorithms and the internet and Facebook? Oh, I haven't, and no. Talk about depressing. <laughs> and that's a documentary. Yeah. I mean, you know, with some editorialism. Right. But it's f- so terrible. I hate it. I hate. I mean, I hate everything. Did you just send me this trainer? Who sent this? I did. You know, I love trainers, right? I do. So that's why love I sent them. It to you. Love them. Uh, all right. You know, you're great. Ah, uh, you're great, Mike. What do you think about that? I love it. I'm glad you think that. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you think so. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody thinks so. all right dude next week flogging molly what album uh drunken lullabies is it lullabies lullabies i never heard of a lullaby i don't know i thought maybe it was some irish bullshit (laughs) (laughs) you know i can't read uh all right buddy all right i'll talk to you next week bye bye